Welcome to the Mons Chapel Baptist Church podcast. Mons Chapel is the friendly gospel church where everybody is somebody, and most importantly, Jesus Christ is Lord. We're located at 1017 Moncrief Street in Prescott, Arkansas, and our pastor is the Reverend K.L. Jones. From wherever you're listening, we hope that this week's message blesses you. In the Gospel of Luke, Luke's Gospel in the 12th chapter, we'll find a very familiar passage of scripture. If you would go with me to verse 29, I would love if you would go back in your own personal devotional time and read the entire 12th chapter. Uh, much of it will be discussed um, on this morning, uh, but I just want to read uh, beginning at verse 29 uh, for our sermonic thought on this morning. But I would encourage you to please go back um, and to read chapter 12 in its entirety. But on uh, this morning, I want you to, to, to uh, come with me to verse 29, um, and there we'll find the word of God says thusly, coming from the King James Version on today. And seek not ye what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, neither be ye doubtful of mind, uh, be ye of doubtful mind, excuse me, for all these things do the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knoweth that ye have need of these things. But rather, seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. This morning, brothers and sisters, for a moment of time, and uh, I intend to be brief on this morning. I just want to very succinctly state and encourage you to do as Jesus said, seek the kingdom. Seek the kingdom. Brothers and sisters, I know, and I would be foolish if I did not take time to acknowledge the reality of everything that is going on in this world on today. We are dealing with difficult circumstances. We are dealing with trouble. We are dealing with trials and tribulation. We know that indeed we've become weary and just worn out by the idea and the trouble of uh, our current predicament, our current pandemic, if you will. Um, indeed, as people uh, of a deep melanin in history, we are also dealing with a significant battle as we try to forge ahead, facing racism on every hand. And there are things in, down into our personal lives and uh, into the truth and the reality of the unemployment benefits being cut off that so many have been uh, utilizing as they work so hard to try to maintain in the midst of the circumstances that we face. Now, in this moment, we know that things are happening, things are taking place, and things seem not to be going according to plan. Have mercy out there, somebody. When life doesn't seem to go according to plan, what is our response? What will we do? Will we begin to be people who worry ourselves to death? Have mercy out there, somebody, because of the circumstances that we face. I know if I was, uh, if, if, if I want to be real this morning and I, I want to be honest, I know that as humans, we're going to have some moments where we do worry. Amen. 
Christ tells us not to worry, but there are moments when things are happening, when things are taking place, and you turning on your television and listening to the news, and, and indeed you hear all of the crazy things going on and all of the crazy things being said. Have mercy out there, somebody. Uh, from uh, Agent Orange at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, it's hard not to worry. But Christ tells us in this passage of scripture, brothers and sisters, that we should not worry. Amen. That indeed we should focus on the kingdom. Yes. Have mercy out there. How am I supposed to do that in the midst of everything that I have going on? I'm dealing with my day-to-day -day life. I, I, I've been cooped up in the house for nearly six months. And I, I'm trying to figure out what to do with myself. I'm going stir-crazy. Things are not what they planned or what they seemed that they should be during this season. This is the summer. I had a vacation planned. I, I had ideas of what I was going to do in my life. Some, some people started off on wonderful diets in January. You might have made it all the way to March. But next thing you know, you were quarantined and you picked up a quarantine 10, 15 like your pastor. Have mercy out there, somebody. I, I, I know you had plans and that all of a sudden things got shipwrecked. And it's a tendency because we are flesh to worry. But Christ tells us not to worry seek the kingdom Amen. have mercy have mercy have mercy how can I when all of these things in my life seem to be upended when so much trouble seems to just show up everywhere and, and I'm not even doing anything I don't have any business but then all of a sudden trouble keeps seeming to pop up on me I was just trying to go about my life trying to do the best I could here I am dealing with all these unforeseen circumstances. It's hard not to worry. And as parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, and cousins, as family of those who will be entering into the school buildings in just a few weeks, I know you're worried. It's hard not to be worried and not to be concerned because we don't have any answers for what we're facing that any mortals can give us. Have mercy out there. No, we don't have anything in the natural, brothers and sisters, that can give us some kind of assurance about what's going to take place Amen. here and now. Sometimes, sometimes when you're in the midst of difficult times, you can't stay there and focus on what's in front of you. But you have to take a step back and look beyond the natural See beyond your current circumstance. Step back from the things that you worry yourself about from day to day. Have mercy out there, somebody. Uh, but step back and, and indeed, brothers and sisters, listen to the advice of Jesus. Don't be so much worried about the next dollar that you'll make. Don't be so worried. Have mercy out there, somebody, about what clothes you'll wear. Don't be so worried about the next meal. But you need to just step back and seek the kingdom. Seek to serve God. Put him first and he'll line up everything else in your life. I know it's hard not to worry. But Jesus gives us a very simple directive. How do we get out of this situation? How do we change our mindset? How do we go forward? It is, what, it is in what Jesus Christ tells us this morning. If you're looking for encouragement, Jesus says, don't worry, seek the kingdom. Yes. Now, when we look in this text, brothers and sisters, when we look in this narrative on today, there are a bunch of interesting things going on. If you back up a few verses, 
around verse 16 or so, uh, Jesus uh, 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 is in a familiar place, a place that we find him in various different gospel narratives, in particular in Matthew, in this moment, Jesus is delivering and teaching during what is referred to as the Sermon on the Mount. In Luke's gospel, the gospel we are in, Jesus is simply described as being at a certain place. And Jesus is teaching about the hypocrisy of the Pharisees, and, and someone shouts from the crowd randomly, tell my brother to give me my cut. Now, I know that ain't King James Version, but that's Kyle Jones Version. If you go back and read it, you'll understand what it says. Here, brothers and sisters, someone is shouting from the crowd that Jesus ought to be the one to settle the dispute between him and his brother. Jesus questions, why should I be the one to sort this out for you? Matter of fact, that's not even what I'm talking about. Let me tell you a story. Jesus begins to give us this parable of the rich fool, and we know how the story goes, that there was this rich young person who indeed saved up all that he had and indeed felt like he had accomplished so much and really, really believed that indeed everything he needed to do was taken care of in his hard work and dedication to accumulating wealth. But ultimately what happened was that this person, is after all that he had accumulated, after all that he had done, he was going to die in that night. That's what the Lord revealed to him. And so he had wasted his life, essentially, have mercy, brothers and sisters, storing up all this stuff only not to be able to enjoy it on the next day. That's a message for somebody out there. I know you might be worried about all the stuff you can accumulate, but Jesus is trying to make us very simple and plain point, brothers and sisters. Our lives are not about the things we can accumulate. Our lives are not about the things that we can stock up for ourselves but ultimately if we want to live a life worth living, a life fulfilled with purpose, a life that is pleasing to God, then we don't need to be worried about these things. We need to seek the kingdom. After Jesus gives them this encouragement he tells them don't worry. Indeed seek the kingdom. He reminds us, brothers and sisters, while we're stressing over what we're going to do next, that God's eye is on the sparrow, so don't worry, seek the kingdom. Uh, while indeed we're trying to figure out what to do next, while we're worried about how we're going to make it from day to day, while we're concerned about all of the things that are happening, Jesus reminds us that ravens don't sow or reap. Don't worry, seek the kingdom. Uh, indeed, Jesus reminds us that while we're trying to figure out how we're going to make it beyond these unemployment benefits, that the lilies, they don't labor or spin, but they're clothed in beauty. Don't worry, seek the kingdom. Let me try to make this plain for you all today. While you're trying to make it from paycheck to paycheck, don't worry, seek the kingdom. While you're wondering where the next meal is coming from and how you're going to be able to afford it, I'm trying to tell you, you're not going to be able to put anything on the plate by keeping yourself up all night. Jesus said, don't worry, seek the kingdom. Wondering how you're going to pay these bills, wondering about getting an eviction notice because you have a landlord who's trying to run you out, even though the government and your job has been shut down. I know, I know, I know you're concerned about it, but Jesus said, says don't worry seek the kingdom I want to encourage you today that worrying won't help you at all as a matter of fact Jesus says worrying won't make you not one inch taller you don't need to be worried about it just seek God's face and all of these other things will be added unto you don't worry this morning brothers and sisters seek the kingdom on today yes on today we got to turn our heart over to Jesus Christ 
and allow him to work it out. There are some things that we just will never understand. Some things, brothers and sisters, we won't ever be able to really truly get down to the bottom of. And I don't want to spend or waste no time talking about conspiracy theories about who put the virus where and how did it get from there to here. You're wasting your time worrying about that nonsense. Put your mask on and seek the kingdom of God and he'll take care of the rest. Turn it over to Jesus, brothers and sisters. You're in more important than the grass. Jesus says it just gets mowed down, but indeed, brothers and sisters, God has his eye on it as well. And if you seek the kingdom, everything else that you worried about will be added unto you. Now, let me back up. Because this morning, I need you to understand that what you need will be added. Not necessarily what you want. Let me back up and say that one more time. Everything you need will be added, but not necessarily everything you want. I've said it before and I'll say it again this morning. Brothers and sisters, God is not a genie. Uh, you do not go and rub on the lamp and make your request of God and he pops out and grants you your wishes. That's not what this is about. It's not about your wishes, but it's about the relationship. Have mercy out there, somebody. Put a pen right there. I need you to understand. This might not be in my notes, but I'm going to share it with you real quick. You have to understand, brothers and sisters, that we serve and praise God not because of what he does. Have mercy out there, somebody. Because if he never does anything else for either one of us, he's already done enough. We don't praise God because what he's done. I'm thankful for everything he's blessed me with. I'm thankful for the clothes on my back. I'm thankful for the food on my table, but I don't praise God just because I got food on my table. Even when I was looking for something to eat, I can still give God praise because of who he is. Have mercy out there, somebody. And all, I didn't get all of my wishes granted, but I know that he cared for me and that he brought me from a mighty long way and that he's already given me much more than I ever deserved. Have mercy out there, somebody. I just want you to understand on today that Christ said everything you need will be added, but not everything you want. Yeah. Don't be worried about all of the desires that you have. Yeah. I want you to talk about those in just a moment. I, I need you to understand, brothers and sisters, it's not, it's not about the wishes, but it's about the relationship. And if you're trying to, 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 to accumulate or, excuse me, to ascribe your praise to God based on the things that you have accumulated, then you are sadly mistaken because you are serving idols and not God. Have mercy out there, somebody. You need to understand on today that it's about the relationship. It's about who God is. He may not do everything that you want. He may not grant all of your wishes, but because of who he is, He's still worthy of our praise. Seek ye the kingdom of God. Do God's business. Put your heart in Jesus and all of the other things. The things you need will be added unto you. We need to understand, brothers and sisters, things. There are a couple, just three things that I, two, two things that I want to warn you of, excuse me. Two things that I don't want you to get confused about. Particularly what kingdom it is that you're seeking after. Amen. I don't want you to get confused about what kingdom you need to be marching for. We're all seeking something. We're all trying to get somewhere. Trying to accomplish things in life. But 
We need to make sure that we're headed in the right direction and seeking the correct kingdom. First and foremost, I need you to understand that you do not need to seek the kingdom of prosperity. Not the kingdom of prosperity. I'm so sad about it, honestly, but in the midst of my generation and its formidable years growing up in the gospel, we have been maybe exposed more than any other generation previous to the truly distorted perversion of the gospel known as prosperity gospel. I'm almost convinced that's because of this exposure why you see so many people in my generation turning his back on the church. Uh, see, prior to our generation, we understood that indeed this journey was a journey that would include some suffering. Yes. Uh, it was in the everyday lives of our people. Uh, 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 you cannot talk about the gospel and the hope and prayer for liberation without going to the Old Testament and, and indeed looking back on Moses and the Hebrew children suffering and God's ultimate deliverance. They had to deal with some difficult days. They, they had to deal with what indeed we see Brother John Lewis was fighting his whole life for, that we would have equal rights under the law. Uh, see, so even while they were in the church and indeed leaving, uh, believing and professing and seeking after the kingdom of God, they were not persuaded by the idea that they were going to walk out and all of a sudden God's favor was related to how prosperous they were in their lives. Because they had to deal with the reality of oppression. But there was this moment, this brief moment, brothers and sisters, in history where indeed we came along where everything seemed like it was equal. Everybody had the opportunity. It seemed like everyone was accomplishing. And even in the midst of this, this capitalistic society, people started beginning to believe in this idea of prosperity. And somehow, based on how much you have, was an example or an outward appearance of how much God loved you. Have mercy out there, somebody. And I don't know what Bible they were reading. And I don't want to spend too much time trying to dissect it on today. I have to save that for a theology Thursday if y'all make sure to tune in with me. But but this morning, brothers and sisters, I need you to understand that that is not what the gospel teaches us. Jesus never rode in on a golden chariot. Jesus never showed up with the finest silk robes. Jesus never even had no one to carry him where he was going. He had to borrow a donkey. He had to lay somewhere else in somebody else's house. Y'all need to understand this morning he was born in a manger wrapped in rags. Have mercy out there somebody. We don't need to be seeking a kingdom of prosperity. You don't need to be thinking that your life should be all about accumulating how much money you can have. For indeed, even in this text on today, Jesus shows us that even if we spend all of our lives trying to accumulate things, once we go on to the other side, those things won't be able to help us at all. We need to understand, brothers and sisters, that we need not seek the kingdom of prosperity. It's okay to work hard and achieve things. That's called a blessing. But if you dedicate yourself, have mercy, to making money just to store it away like the rich fool, you've got your eyes on the wrong kingdom. Prosperity is an end. Or it's not an end, excuse me, it's a means. It is, brothers and sisters, a means to reach back and to help others. Uh -huh. 
Prosperity is not an end. It's not a goal. It's, it's not something to accomplish for the sake of yourself. It's a means. It's a means to a different end, which means for you to be a blessing for somebody else, just like somebody was a blessing for you. It's a means for you to help somebody else through school. It's a means for you to help care for the poor. It's a means for you to do greater works in the name of Christ Jesus. Have mercy out there, somebody. It's not an end goal of your life. Do not seek a kingdom of prosperity. Guess what? You can build it up as big as you want. You can have as big as house as you want. You can have as many bathrooms as you want. You can have a movie theater room. Have mercy out there, somebody. I need you to understand you can be an accomplished businessman like even Herman Cain, God bless his soul. But when the end does come for you, you need to understand, brothers and sisters, that your businesses won't save you. Have mercy out there, somebody. The cars you drove, they can't pull them up to the hospital. Matter of fact, you can't even get nobody in the hospital these days. But you need to be able to call on somebody who can visit when the doctors won't let nobody in. Have mercy out there, somebody. I'm just saying, you don't need to be seeking after prosperity, but seek the kingdom of God this morning. Jesus will show up, and he will show up on time. Don't be worried about the accomplishments but worry about the relationship. I don't want you to get caught up in the kingdom of prosperity. Also, I don't want you to get caught up in the kingdom of notoriety. Not the kingdom of notoriety, brothers and sisters. You know, uh, the truth of the matter is there are only so many people who are considered rich. And we know who they are. We see them on the Forbes 500. We know Jeff Bezos by name, even know what he looked like, even though we never met him. Because he's the richest man in the world. Making $13 million a second. We know these people because they have accumulated wealth. But a serious, significant issue for us, for the rest of us, <laughs> Is that we have an addiction to notoriety. We want to have status. We want to be well known. We want to have a place at the table. Have mercy out there, somebody. Matter of fact, it's an entire industry that has taken over a completely different generation. And many of us are just as much of a part of it as they are that is based on the idea of being known. And that's social media. The fact that we can connect, that we can be shared, and indeed we thank God for the advent of technology, but I need people to understand on today that, that what, what we do, brothers and sisters, in this season, we get so caught up in trying to be famous. Have mercy out there, somebody. And I don't wanna talk about all my preacher friends. But I'm going to just take a moment to say, just preach and let Jesus be famous. Just preach and let Jesus be famous. Don't get caught up on your streaming numbers. Don't get caught up on your clicks. Don't get caught up on your views. Just be faithful to what it is Christ has called us to do. Uh, this is not a competition. Have mercy out there, somebody. This is not about how many views you got as opposed to somebody else. Uh, Facebook be messing up the algorithm trying to make you pay for advertisement anyway. You just need to focus on what it is Christ has called you to do. Have mercy out there, somebody. It's not about status. It's not about notoriety. It's not about who you know. 
have mercy out there, somebody, around the table. It's not have mercy, brothers and sisters, about how you got hooked up in the office with someone who got you the good inside job. It, it's not about, brothers and sisters, how connected you are in the community. But I need you to understand, not who you know down here, but who you know up there will determine the circumstances of your life. I know somebody who can open doors that no man can close, and it will shut some tight that not nobody can open. Have mercy out there, somebody. Don't get caught up on your status and your notoriety. You need to be caught up in seeking the kingdom of God. The kingdom of notoriety may make you famous. May have your name out there. It may give you some status. But I need you to understand, brothers and sisters, you need to be careful. You need to be careful this morning about seeking the kingdom of prosperity and notoriety. Thing about those kingdoms is that they're all going to pass away. You can build them as high as you want to. We got to be careful because the issue for us so many times is that we are worshiping creations and not the creator. Pause, rewind, press play. We get so caught up in prosperity and notoriety. Worshiping creations and not the creator. Yes, we get caught up in how big somebody's house is. Not thinking about who blessed them to have the capability to be in that house. We get caught up in how fancy someone's car is. But we never thought about how much the note would cost and how God had to bless him to be able to afford it. We get caught up in how fine someone's clothes may be. But we never pause to give credit to God who's blessed them with the capability. But what's even worse is that sometimes they can't afford the house, but they're still working their way through it. Can't afford the car, but they're struggling hand over fist to rob somebody else to be able to pay the note. Sometimes they can't afford the clothes, and I ain't going to even talk about where they may have got them from, but the truth of the matter is that they got caught up in the wrong things and began to worship the wrong things, and they have gotten their lives off track, and you're not worried about what they're going through to deal with all of this mess. you just up here looking and idolizing and beginning to worship those creations instead of realizing that if you seek after God, he's going to give you everything you need to make it in this life. Have mercy out there, somebody. I know it may not be what you want to hear. I'm so Sorry, I'm not going to tell you the name and claim it, but what I'm trying to tell you this morning, brothers and sisters, is to seek after the kingdom of God on today. If you're willing to do what it is that Christ has called you to do, he's going to take care of the rest of your circumstances. He's going to set your situation in order. Every day won't be sunny. Have mercy out there, somebody. But the sun will walk with you every day. Every day won't be rainbows, but I'm telling you, he'll give you the color of joy in your heart. Have mercy out there this morning, church. Every day might not be filled with all of the accoutrements that you see on uh, Robin Leach's The Rich and Famous. Have mercy out there, somebody. But he'll clothe you in glory. Have mercy out there. I need you to know on today, brothers and sisters, seek ye first the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of prosperity, not the kingdom of notoriety. Don't get to worship in creations, but worship the creator this morning, and he will order your steps and put you where it is he desires for you to be. You need to understand, brothers and sisters. Finally, simply, 
I say to you, and I'm closing right now, seek the kingdom of God. That's the answer for the church today. I want you to be encouraged and dedicated to Christ. And if you follow these simple instructions, things will work out for your good. I know you may not understand. I know it may not be pleasing to the ear, but we brothers and sisters have to get to a point where we seek God in everything we do. We seek to honor God in every action that we take. We seek to honor God, brothers and sisters, in, in every move that we make. And he will, he will, he promised that he will add all of these other things to us. Seek the kingdom in the way you lead your family. Seek the kingdom, have mercy out there somebody, in the way you raise your children. Seek the kingdom in the way you love your spouse. Seek the kingdom in the way you serve your church. Seek the kingdom in everything that you do. And all of the other stuff that you've been worried about will be taken care of. Have mercy out there somebody. Just seek the kingdom first. Do God's business first. Take care of what God has called you to do first. And I promise you all of the other stuff will be taken care of. Because I heard the seasoned saints say, you can't beat God given. Have mercy out there somebody. No matter how hard you try. You can't beat God given, brothers and sisters. No matter how hard you try, the more you give, the more he'll give to you. So just keep on giving because I know for a fact it's really true that you can't beat God's giving. You can't beat God giving. You can't beat God giving no matter how hard you try. No matter how hard you try. No matter how hard you try on today. God will take care of you. Be not dismayed. Whatever be tied. I know you've been worried about some things, but I'm telling you don't worry. Seek the kingdom. I know you've been staying up all night trying to contemplate whether you're going digitally or whether you're going to send your kids to school. Don't worry. Seek the kingdom. Make sure that your children know Jesus. Make sure that you know him for yourself. Don't worry this morning. Seek the kingdom. Don't worry this morning. Put God first. Don't worry this morning. Do what it is he calls you to do. And he will. I said he will. The word says he will add all of these other things to your life. This morning. I don't want you to get caught up in worry. I know it's hard not to worry. I know it's hard not to be stressed. But Christ has told us, don't worry. Seek the kingdom. But don't be confused about which kingdom. Not the kingdom of prosperity. Money won't save you from this. Not the kingdom of notoriety. Status won't save you from this. But seek the kingdom of God. Even if you suffer down here, there's something on the other side of this. Something greater than anything you can experience in the here and now. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast worship experience. Please subscribe to have messages uploaded to your podcast app. Also, join us on Facebook at Mons Chapel Prescott, all one word. Our prayer is that you'll have the opportunity to join us soon. Our minds, our hearts, and our doors are always open. Thank you.